What we do here is go back, 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 back. Yeah, good mate. Thanks for having me. We went the hardest in the, the celebrations. Can't say myself, can I? Uh, <laughs> you sort of almost got to tell yourself that you're a, you're a big game player or a mm. big finals player. So somehow I thought, well, just because I play well as a 13 year, I'd have to play well in the grand final. Me and me and Cogs are um, a couple of good WA boys, and we, we do get a bit affectionate with each other, always giving each other kisses and stuff. <laughs> nah, not really. Just you know, a manly kiss yeah. on the cheek every now and then. Welcome back to the Bray and Ethan podcast, of course, thanks to Skinbro. Use Bray and Ethan 20 for 20% off all skincare products at skinbro.com. And Ethan, as I welcome you in, all orders, $35 or more. Now get free shipping on Skinbro, so yep. you don't have to spend as much to get the free shipping. No but time why wouldn't you want to buy all products? Because you may as well get the exfoliator, the moisturizer and the cleanser. Because it does the trick. Yeah, and it'll last you at least a couple of months. Still got our first one, I think, both of us. So mm. it's working a treat now. We've got our second draft prospect for the year. And like Colton a couple of weeks ago, there's a lot of similarities here. He's a National Academy member. He's a Saints fan as well. And he's already played league footy in the Waffle this year. Riley Hardman, welcome. Hey, how you going, lads? How are we? Yeah, good. Thanks, Thanks for uh, joining us. You've just come from uni. Um, yeah. yeah. How, how's life treating you at the moment? Busy schedule? Um, I wouldn't call it busy, but yeah, there's there's definitely plenty to tick off during the week. Work, uni, and plenty of footy, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, feels like your name's been around for a long time already, but take us back to how it all started for you from the Cavisham Suns Footy Club to Swan Districts and what's the journey been like since and or since progressing through all the development squads and whatnot? Yeah, so um, started Auskick at uh, Darlington Junior Football Club, which was... That's that's down the road from me. I'm a Darlington way, way boy. back up in the hills. Um yeah, and then progressed into junior footy at Upper Swan Football Club, actually. Um, so played uh, all, pretty much all my junior footy there up until youth, until um, about year eight, and then moved to the Cavisham Suns. Um, saw a lot of success, a few premierships, and um, yeah, up into the development squads at Swan District. So uh, yeah, 14s, 15s, and, and futures. Um, yeah, progressed into that, that cult side, yeah. won a few premier or won a premiership, and <laughs> yeah, now we're here. There you go. Dar- he's from... Well, Originated from Darlington, it's where I live now. Didn't play for Darlington. I was a Upper Swan Auskick boy, but all the way through Upper Swan. So he's obviously been Upper Swan. Did you win a flag at Upper Swan? No, we did not win a flag at Upper Swan. Oh, we we won the year nine flag, and that's when I finished because I realised the media pursue was better than the playing opportunity. So yeah, there you go. More of an impact on the field. <laughs> What's uh, your position for those who don't know? What are your strengths? Um, so I'd call myself a rebounding halfback, but um, I do have the ability to go into the wing and I actually played in the middle last week, which is a bit different, but yeah, I can, okay. yeah halfback is the main one I'd say. Very nice. Well, yeah, as you mentioned, you did win a Colts premiership for Swan Districts as a 16 year old. So what, that's a double underager or just an underager? Uh, double. Double yeah. underager. Under yeah. yeah, there you go. So what was it like winning a flag at such a young age, knowing you still have so much footy in front of you because you still had, what, another two years of underage footy left before that draft year came and plus playing on Optus as a 16-year-old, that must have been pretty cool. Yeah, it was Yeah, it was an absolutely surreal experience. It's the only way I could really explain it. Um, I was in the futures at the start of that year and um, I kind of got a call from Greg Harding and he asked me to come into the Colts side at about round five that year. Um, didn't know much about Colts footy at all. I just kind of slid in there and... Um, Played majority of those games that year and then, yeah, it was a very successful team, a very close group of boys. Um, yeah, and we managed to find ourselves in a grand final and then to be just a little 16-year-old kid, I'd call myself on Optus Stadium, it was um, 
yeah, I was just pinching myself the whole time. And, yeah, to be able to get the win and celebrate with the boys after, it was pretty cool. Mm. Do you remember much from the game itself or is it kind of a blur? Oh, it's a bit of a blur. I do remember, uh, I think it was the worst warm-up I've ever done ever because <laughs> I'm too busy just doing just doing these ones, looking yeah. all around. But, um, yeah, yeah all, all I remember is that the tension of that last quarter because it came down to the wire. I think it was seven or eight points and... Yeah, just the final siren going, that's really stuck with me. It was, yeah, it was an awesome day. Yeah, it was a real arm wrestle from memory. It felt like anyone could have won. One minute it was Claremont, one minute it was you guys. Yeah. Um, and the crowd really got around it as well. Like, yeah. It was probably one of the biggest crowds for a Colts grand final in recent years, I reckon. Yeah, like, Obviously that time slot helps with, I guess, swapping with the reserves. Definitely. But there was a lot of people there cheering both sides on as well as staying around for the league game, which was pretty cool. Yeah, I remember that. Um, I think it was like that pocket of just Swans fans <laughs> just yelling abuse at everyone. It was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, 2022 was a huge year for you playing State 18 as an underager, playing on the MCG before the AFL Grand Final, and then finding out you'd be in the National Academy. Speaking with Colton, he said it was a real year of learning of the guys in their own draft year. Um, is that the same for you? Did you learn a lot last year and did you expect all those accolades and experiences to come your way? Yeah, absolutely. Colton's hit the nail on the head, I think. Um, learning off boys like Elijah Hewitt, Ruben Jimby, who, yeah, going through a similar experience to what we are this year, we, we were able to learn a lot off them and, you know, how they kind of approach their footy both on and off the field. Um, so it was a, a real worthwhile experience um being an underage in that under 18s and then i th yeah i think our, our ability to learn probably took us to where we are now we managed to get selection into the national academy um yeah it was yeah it was a huge year it was massive what was it like finding out the national academy i mean did you have much of an idea it was coming your way um no there were no expectations i kind of just have this mentality where i just play footy and then if it happens it happens so um getting that call from tark and lockyer the head coach was yeah, it was, it was amazing. I remember I was cooking dinner, get a phone call from him, oh, better answer that one, and <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, yeah it, was, it was amazing. It was pretty cool. Oh, pretty cool. So you would have been pinching yourself the whole time training with West Coast uh, earlier in the year. What was, was there anything that surprised you along the way that you've, I guess, taken from that into your own season this year? Um, probably the main one I took away from that experience was – it's it's a full time job. Like I I think I didn't really understand that the boys are there from seven o'clock in the morning until three o'clock in the afternoon most days. Um, but what I did learn is that in that professional environment, like it's a lot of fun. Like boys are getting around each other, like making the gym a fun place, and it's it's really an environment you want to be a part of. I feel. And because I remember Colton was saying like you just look around like the older guys and kind of pinch yourself, but then realise they're just people. Did it take you along to sort of? I guess, um, you know, relax in that in that sense, or you kind of just like, oh, what, like, how have I got in this position, sort of thing. Yeah, definitely. Me and Colton walked through those doors on that first day, like deers in headlights. Eh? <laughs> like we were, um, yeah, we were just absolutely pinching ourselves. Walked through the like the nicest like facilities I've mm -hmm. ever seen, um, and we were just going like, oh, look, there's Shannon Hearn, or oh, there's Jack Darling, like. What are we doing here? It was yeah, it was it was it was weird. But once we got adjusted, you know, the boys got around us real well. They were they were real welcoming, and you know, we uh, met all the coaches and whatnot. Like uh, Simo came up to us, had a chat, and yeah, we were pretty much away from there. Yeah, it yeah. was good. That that would have been them at one stage as as well, being in your position. Yeah. Um, obviously, you would have been hopeful of a waffle league debut early on this year. 
and that came in round one. Uh, how'd you how'd you find out? Um, were there much nerves leading into that game? And despite the devastating one point loss, uh, how'd you see it out there? Um, yeah, I think pretty much from the start of preseason, it was definitely a goal to uh, play some league footy this year, and um, for it to come in round one, that was yeah pretty cool. Um, yeah, absolutely. Again, a surreal experience, which seems to be the reoccurring theme. Um, I didn't really have much of an idea leading into round one. I think that week at training, I was kind of just, I was just training and just see what happens, what happens. And um, it got announced by the head coach on uh, Thursday at training. Boys got around me, which was pretty nice. And then, yeah, leading into that game, it's it's really awkward playing at two ten in the afternoon. You kind of wake up and go, oh, I've I've got five hours here to try and occupy some time. So I ended up getting there a bit early, had sat around, plenty of nerves, but yeah, got out there, got a got a touch pretty early, so I was I was happy I was away. Yeah, for sure. It's uh guess what something you probably haven't done for a couple of years since late junior footy, hey, having the later game time yeah. slot. Yeah, because as that, that year eleven, year twelve, you you're playing at two thirty yeah. in that junior time slot. So it was a bit weird not having to wake up at the crack of dawn to go play some Colts <laughs> yeah. footy. <laughs> yeah, it's the only negative I guess about Colts footy is those early starts. But is it hard from being one of the best players or in your age and your team on the field that day to or and being a role player to someone to someone who I guess is the new kid on the block playing in a smaller role in a league side and what do you take away from that league debut um I guess from you know being a star to I guess you know just a small player playing off the halfback like you said yeah I suppose yeah all through preseason yeah there was a bit of a switch in mentality obviously I'm not I'm not playing as big a role as what I may have been um at the Colts so I think just going in there, um, you know, not not really being known to anyone, so it was real focus to try and win the respect of the boys, which was probably the first and main priority. Um, and that was just through playing playing some good footy, giving them ability mm. to trust me. So um, in that league debut, obviously, I, I wasn't going to go out there and have 30 touches. I just wanted to play my role, my position to the best of my ability mm. um, so those boys can trust me on the field and, yeah, just, just being real defensively sound as a halfback, I suppose, yeah. yeah so you're glad... You've had that opportunity and challenge now because that'll probably be the case in your first couple of years in an AFL system. Yeah, I, yeah, I hope so. I hope that experience holds me in good stead because, I, yeah, it should be pretty similar, I'd assume, yeah. Yeah. Um, now, a couple of weeks ago, you played Port Adelaide Sandful side. Uh, how satisfying was it to pull on the Australian jumper knowing, you know, who was around you and have that involvement in our gather round? Oh, it was, yeah, that was, yeah. It's really a reoccurring theme, isn't it? Another surreal experience <laughs> um, is the only way I can describe it. Um, yeah, they, they take those um, Australian jerseys out and they hand them to us. I was yeah absolutely over the moon. Um, couldn't believe they didn't let us keep them. I was, really? Yeah, um, we've got another game, so they'll let us keep it after that. But, yeah, I just, right. just wanted to take it home with me and just, yeah, just, just observe it, just have a look at it. It was, yeah, awesome. And then, yeah, to go out there and play against Sand, like Port Adelaide Sandful team, yeah. I mean... Having that league experience, I'm sure hold, held me and Colton in pretty good stead. I, I felt like there wasn't a very um, big, big, dif- yeah, big difference yeah. in the levels. Um, yeah, but to go out there and be a part of gather round, like there was, there was still a bit of a crowd for maybe the first five minutes of our game before mm-hmm. everyone left from that. Uh, I think it was Brisbane North Melbourne game. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, but it was just, it was pretty cool to go out there and, and be a part of that experience. So who was playing? Like, were there any of, I guess, notable names from the Port Port Sandville side that? Have played AFL quite a bit? 
Um, I'd say Mitch Georgiades yeah. and uh, what's his name Jones, Lucky Jones, Jones? Yeah. Lucky Jones. Yeah, yeah, he was he was pretty good off the back line. He was yeah taking everything. And then um, Jake Pasini was a, a Swans boy. He yep. was yeah he was playing. It was I got to talk to him after the game. It was pretty cool. Yep. Um, and then played on Jed Hagen, which is yeah, yeah haven't come across <laughs> him in a very long time. Um, right. obviously moved over to Adelaide to have a crack. So it was pretty cool to yeah catch up with him again. Yeah, right. I didn't know he headed over. Yeah, um, that was like earlier this year. Didn't get much uh, attention. Yeah. But yeah, he's over there. What was the Adelaide Hills like? Because uh, what is that ground just built for gather round? I, I swear I heard something. It was a brand new ground just for gather round. I think the ground, like the grass, was there, but they obviously yeah. put in a lot of work to do it up. Like there was like I'm sure it was temporary stands yeah. around the whole ground because there was one kind of smallish grandstand which pavilion, I'm, thing, yeah, pavilion yeah. thing that was there before. Yep. And then they put down all these probably temporary structures and, yeah. and like the big LED screens. So they'd done it up. It was it was quite cool. cool. So what's the second game for the year for you guys in the academy? Um, so we go over in, I think it's two weeks' time. It's gone quick. Um, <laughs> uh, we're playing Carlton's VFL team on Marvel Stadium, which okay, should right. be yeah should be awesome. So yeah. that, is that a curtain raiser for something? Yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure it's a curtain raiser for the Carlton Western Bulldogs game potentially. Yeah. I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure, but it's a curtain nice. raiser. What what's nice. the relationships been like you built with the boys over in the other states? You got someone like Harley Reid getting sort of attention. He's got probably the biggest talk of a number one pick ever, really. And then some other players. So what are the relationships you built? And do you think that's important getting to meet people other than just the boys in WA? Yeah, I think. We had a uh, camp in December, and yeah, it was it was real daunting, knowing that we'd have to go over and com- it was similar to the state eighteens, and you'd have to go and completely meet a new group of people that you've only played footy against. Obviously, we played against them in the champs, um, but getting there, everyone's kind of in the same shoes. And once we sort of got out of our comfort zones and met with everyone, yeah, we we formed a pretty pretty solid group of boys, like boys like Harley Reid and, and Nick yeah. Watson, like everyone, I can speak for everyone and say they're all very, very good blokes and, um, yeah, really fortunate to, yeah, kind of see where they've come from through their journey. Obviously, it's very different to us. Like most of them still go to school. I'm graduated. We get to rub the fact that we got our licences first in our face, <laughs> which yeah. Colton took lots of liking to. Um <laughs> But, but, yeah, it was really good to see where they come from and, yeah, play a game with them and then have another one in a few weeks. It should be very good. Yeah, exciting. Well, what's been happening off the field? Obviously, you're at uni as well, but we believe there's a clothing business that was on the horizon. Yeah, there there is, I'll say is, is a clothing bus- business on the horizon. Uh, so Lemon Streetwear, which is uh, me and a few of my mates from school, um, halfway during our waste exams, we're like, what a great idea. We went out shopping um, like went to Ollie, went to um, Lo-Fi in the city and we're like, we could do this ourselves if we really gave it a crack. And um, yeah, it's pretty much, yeah, just, just hand-drawn pieces. Um, yeah, getting shirts out soon, I hope. Um, but yeah, everyone, everyone's got to check it out. Um, Lemon Streetwear Co. on, on Instagram yeah, and then yeah. we'll hook you up with a few t-shirts. What's fan to a website as well? Yeah, website's currently in <laughs> that, progress. It takes a lot of work. It does. What I've heard and seen. Yeah, so, absolutely. What's your role in the business? <laughs> the brain's CEO? the ma- yeah CEO, <laughs> the mastermind behind the business. No, we we all get work done, but I, I I'm real driving factor. I think those boys will agree as well. Um, yeah, marketing, all the contacts in footy. Yeah, <laughs> make sure everyone gets around it. Um, do you think it's important to have a full year basically in the real world 
um, rather than just joining an AFL team straight out of school. Not uh, that there's anything wrong with that, but it must be a little bit of a benefit. Yeah, like obviously our circumstances are different anywhere you go, but I think the ability to yeah go out and go to uni and have a part-time job and kind of structure my week as what a, you'd call a normal person would, I think it's really held me in good stead because coming in, in school there's there's a sense of dependence like on your parents and your family and the structure of school. So to be able to go out into the real world, you could call it, and, yeah, have that independence like I've, I've got to get myself to uni, I've got assignments I need to do, I've got to work to earn money to because fuel's shocking. Yeah, you've got to pay for fuel. Mm. Um, yeah, I think it's... It's held me in a real good stead in like I'm de- developing that self sufficiency. So I think that yeah, say I get theoretically get drafted to Victoria. I think having those skills would it really help you out. I'd say yeah, and it'll keep your mind off things as well. Yeah, um, you don't want to be sitting around all week thinking about a shocker of a game you had on the weekend. I think that'd yeah, that'd probably take a toll on you after a while. For sure. Well, we know clubs don't like to give too much away and. You guys are told not to give too much away, but have you found the experience of chatting to clubs and recruiters, any weird and wacky things that have happened in your meetings over the last couple of months or even a year? Who knows? Um, yeah, so, yeah, had have had plenty of, um, of probably more of the speed dating interviews, so 15-minute <laughs> ones. Um, we blind did, dates? Yeah, yeah, pretty much blind <laughs> dates. Um, we had a block of them uh, on Wednesday this week, actually, and... Um, yeah, I won't give away anything about the club, but they they just they asked a few wacky ones. I think probably one of the strangest ones I got was, um, say your house is on fire, your uh, family and animals are safe. What are three things you'd take out of the fire? And yeah. that stumped me for a very long I was like, what do you want me to say? I don't think I've ever been in a position like that before. <laughs> what did you say? I said, um, I said my iPad because it's got all my uni um, yep. and schoolwork on it. Um, my Swan Districts Premiership medal because it holds yep. sentimental value because they wanted it, they wanted reasons as well, and then my guitar because it holds sentimental value to me as well. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was a yeah, that was a pretty interesting <laughs> one. Yeah. Um, are there any one percenters you've added off the field, whether that be being more strict with your eating, um, your sleeping patterns to impress these recruiters and reach your own goals, um, even more so, or are you try not to overdo it. Um, and just trust what you've always done. Um, yeah, I think it's a bit of both. Obviously, what I've what I've done's been all right because I've gotten to the position I'm in. But at the same time, fine tuning those those off field aspects of of my game, I'd say, yeah, that's um, something that's been a focus. Like I was pretty shocking with with my diet um, at the start of the year, so that's something I've definitely um, focused on. Obviously, like living with mum. Mum's a great cook. She cooks all of my meals. I need to go hang on, I should probably start doing that stuff myself. So that's <laughs> definitely been a, a bit of a focus of mine. Um, but, yeah, even stuff like hydration, sleep, recovery is a huge one. Like you, you're running around a lot more than what you are in the seniors. So you wake mm-hmm. up on the Sunday morning and you just you can't move, you can't get out of bed. So just having those good good habits, good, stu- um, good recovery techniques, they definitely hold you in good stead. For sure, for nice. sure. All right, well... We would be going to the speed questions just to get to know him a little bit more, but we're trying something new this week. Yeah, so you'll see a video that was posted on the socials uh, a day or so ago. Yeah, it'll be uh, it would have been from when released. The time this is yeah. out, so. so probably yeah, a day or two before this came out, there'll be a video on the socials if you haven't seen it already. So we're doing a little bit of a video sort of 
speed question thing after the episode's done uh, for you guys. So we'll head straight to the social media Q&As. Thanks to Skinbro, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Bray and Ethan, and TikTok is just Bray Ethan if you want to check out some good videos, highlights. First one from Tyson.O'Neill. Who's the hardest player you've ever played on? Yeah, that's a that's a difficult one. I think um, probably when we played South Australia. Oh, there's two actually. So probably when we played South Australia in the last game of the champs last year, um, had a stint on the wing on Mateus Filippo. Okay. Um, which, yeah, I kind of didn't know who he was until he kind of strutted out there and stood next to me and I just realised he's... <laughs> This kid's very good, and I've <laughs> definitely struggled running with him. Yeah, right. Um, and then probably in that underage Colts year, as a winger again, um, played on Arthur Jones, and he's he's insanely quick. And, yeah. yeah, he's just got an absolute tank on him and running back and forth. He's zippy and plenty of energy. It was it was pretty hard to play on him, I'd yeah, say. It's been pretty crazy to see Arthur's rise. Yeah, he's, um, turned in, he's had a pretty good couple of... I guess early games in his career in the last couple of weeks. So he's good. He's starting to find his feet, get yeah. that get that spot in the doggy side. Yeah, it's been good. And yeah. Matthias, you'd be a fan of him now, being a Saints. <laughs> yeah, player. absolutely. Yeah, he's he's definitely helped us. I mean, as a Saints fan, haven't really seen lots of success in recent mm. years. So it's it's really good to see him step up and yeah, make me happy. I'd say. Uh, next one from Jake Caulfield. <laughs> it's not really a question, but it just, just says, you better still do GTA playlists when you're in the <laughs> AFL Riley or I'll be disappointed. Yeah, so that's a that's a mate from school. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a tradition. Um, on the weekend, the boys hop on GTA, do a bit of a bit of a stunt race playlist. So, yeah, I'll, de- I'll definitely still be on those because they're lots of fun and they can be quite controversial sometimes. <laughs> Lovely. Good from Jake. Uh, Daniel, gather coal. Who will you hug first on draft night? Mum, Dad, or Daniel Gar- Gathercole? Uh, he's um, yeah, he's just cemented his spot with the invitation at the draft party. <laughs> I think he reckons. Um, yeah, that's something I definitely haven't thought about. But yeah, just for just for the sake of it, I'd say Daniel Gathercole's getting a hug. Everyone will get a hug. Yeah, everyone gets a hug. Um, Pierce underscore topless. Oh, here we go. Would you rather a Saints premiership or to win a Brownlow yourself? <laughs> So, yeah, that's a great question, actually. Well, say if you're drafted to West Coast, then would you still want the Saints to win a flag or would you rather win a Brownlow? I, I, guess, I guess you could say win a Brownlow in the next 10 years or the Saints win this year. You can go either way with it. I think um, yeah, probably for the sake of my family and the, the long uh, line of Saints supporters who have experienced all this adversity, I'd go for a Saints <laughs> premiership. Because yeah. 1966 was a very long time ago. Yeah. So I think, yeah, they, they'll always hold a spot in my heart. So I'd like to see them win do you um, remember, eventually. Do you remember 09 and 10? I, I remember very clearly yeah, um, okay. 2010. Yep. I, I think I was at my cousin's birthday party, actually, okay. and it was it was on the TV. It was a dress-up party, but I'd still dressed up as a Saints fan. <laughs> and I just remember, like... All, like, all of my uncles and relatives, like, just groaning and... <laughs> a few tears were shed as the final siren went. Um, it yeah. was the draw, and I was just couldn't believe it. And I still remember watching Stephen Milne try and wrangle that ball, and it bounces through for yeah. a behind. Yeah, it's um, yeah, you've really brought up some dark memories. <laughs> I'd say yeah. going back into the well, archives, it's one of my earliest footy memories as well. That yeah. Well, a lot of people think I'm not. I'm not trying to, um, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, bring any dark memories again. But 
a lot of people think that if there was extra time, the Saints had the momentum and would have yeah, won that. They definitely had the but momentum. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Um, Move on to Elijah. No, Elijah. Yeah, it is. Elijah. Dot D eleven. Uh, what do you see yourself accomplishing in the next five to ten years? Um, that's a, a big gr- one. That's a great question, Elijah. Um, I think probably yeah, ending up on an AFL list would be definitely. It's always been a dream of mine, and it's yeah, probably a pretty short term at this point. It's only six months away, but that's something I'd I'd love to tick off. And um, yeah, just I'm not really one for personal accolades, but I just really want to you know establish myself in an AFL side and um, um, yeah, find some form and play some consistent footy, play some games. I think yeah. that'd yeah, it'd definitely be one. Yeah. Uh, now this one, another one from Elijah. Uh, best piece of advice you've received? Elijah's really coming <laughs> out with them, isn't he? Um, best piece of advice I've received is probably from. Probably from dad, I'd say. Um, and it was, I can't remember specifically what he said. It's kind of been what he's been driving over the years. And it's just been, um, yeah, if, you, if you're not having fun with it, why are you doing it? Um, and that can translate to uni, school, work, and especially footy, I think. Um, yeah, I play footy. Well, the reason I played footy was because all my mates were doing it and I had an absolute blast doing it as a kid. And I still do to this day. So, the moment it stops becoming fun, I, I really got to see why why it is and just bring it back to why I started playing in the first place. Yeah, I reckon that's people probably forget. It's such a, especially if you're pursuing it to be like a career, it can get often forgotten about. Yeah, there's there's so much external pressure mm-hmm. um, with with boys these days, and yeah, you saw it last year with some of those boys um, in the state. Um, it was really getting to them a bit, and I think yeah, just just bringing it back to what you know, um, yeah, controlling what you can control. Sure. Bodie underscore Derek 11. If it wasn't AFL, what sport would you be playing? Um, oh, I'd, I'd like to call myself an avid cricketer, but I'm really not. My mic <laughs> cricket stats will tell you different. Um, I'd say probably athletics. Um, I did athletics probably from maybe 11 year old up until um, 15 or 16 where footy preseason started becoming that extra bit longer and you just didn't have time for it anymore. Um, yeah, I was an I was an avid jumper, so I did triple jump, long jump, hurdles um, at state champs at Little Athletics, and yeah, fared pretty well in them. So I'd say that's something I'd I would have tried to pursue if um, AFL wasn't it. Yeah, well, you're lucky because Ethan, I just had a look at the quiz, and there's no my cricket uh, questions in the quiz coming up. So you'd have to scroll. We won't go back. Batting <laughs> stats. If um, we won't go, we won't <laughs> be going back to your cricket stats in the quiz. <laughs> uh, next one from Lincoln underscore Brooks. Best team out at Caversham. Best teammate at Caversham. Controversial. Best teammate or best team? Best teammate. Mate. 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 Um, oh, I'll probably go Luke Kelly. I still play footy with him. Um, yeah, a few boys probably don't want to hear that, but yeah, <laughs> me and Luke, um, yeah, we've always been always been pretty good together. Um, he, he was pretty much the reason I moved over from Upper Swan, I think. Him him and his dad, PK, um uh, we went away on the state 12s trip together in Darwin, which was 2017, and we just kind of went, oh, let's let's build a super team at Caversham, um, <laughs> which was a bit controversial for its time. Um, had some really good players, won a premiership, but I'd say, yeah, Luke, Luke's a, a, just his ability as a mid mid uh, midfielder and just his ability to keep like toiling through adversity. I mean, he hasn't made any state sides or anything like that, but 
you can really see he's putting in the work. So that's something I've definitely admired from him for, for ages. For sure. WA Footy Prospects, how have you handled the hype and expectations since the 21 Colts grand final to stay present? Um, I think it's it's been pretty easy for me. I wouldn't say I've had to battle it or toil against it or anything. I think because I was so young and there were so many great players in that team that there wasn't really any external attention on me. Obviously, we had Elijah and Darcy go on the draft last year, so it was more focused on them, and I was just kind of doing my thing in the background, which is which is what I really like. But I think in terms of just blocking out any external noise, you just don't really just don't really read into anything too much if you can avoid it. And yeah, just again go back to why I'm playing footy. I'm just taking it week by week, not trying to get too ahead of myself or anything. Yeah, good answer. Uh, Cohen underscore H dot twenty nine. What's your preparation on the days leading up to games and game day? Um, probably hydration is a huge one. So it's a, it's a Friday now. I've got a game tomorrow. So pretty much since yesterday, I've just been knocking back as much water as I can handle. Um, nutrition's a huge one. So yeah, just big meals the night before, try and get as much food in. Obviously it's a bit different playing the Colts time slot and the league time slot. You've got to wake up in the morning mm. and get something down pretty quick at the Colts, but you can kind of structure your meals a bit differently. Um, yeah, when you've got that two o'clock game, so trying to have a big breakfast, lunch, and just just snacks throughout the game. So bananas, muesli bars, um, yeah, and um, not energy drinks, um, like up and goes and whatnot. Um, yeah. yeah, and then sleep's probably an important one as well. You you've got to get your sleep in. Yeah, are you well. someone who um would stay like after and watch the rest of the games for Swans? Um, I definitely. Um, playing Colts, I definitely tried to stay and watch a bit of the reserves games because there were so many boys from 2021 last year that were that were yeah. in that team. So it's good to watch them and see how they were progressing. But yeah, and then even in the reserves, watching the league team. So yeah, I'm I'm definitely a huge fan of just footy in general, and I love watching it. Yeah. So you got the three o'clock time slot tomorrow yeah. at Laughlin. So it's even later than the traditional league time slot. So how are you going to go with that preparation wise? Yeah, that's going to be a bit strange. I think there's no real routine for a three o'clock game. I've never played a three o'clock game before. So, um, yeah, I'll just have to try and stick as close to it as possible and see how we go, really. Yeah. yeah. Cold super round. It's like yeah. three games. Second on. one. Yeah. Well, at least you don't have the five o'clock game at the Wacker. So yeah. you can actually <laughs> have your Saturday night to sit back and watch some AFL footy. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, Hazard underscore 29. Does Riley like my. I don't know if it's GQ. I think it's GQ. It's his car. He's HQ. um yeah, he HQ. loves his car. Um I don't love his car and I don't love him <laughs> driving it because I don't trust him as a driver and it's very scary when you see him rocking up to training. So cheers, Harry. I appreciate your question. <laughs> and again from Hazard underscore twenty nine. Oh, here we go. It's not a question, it just says someone teach this guy geography. Any comments? <laughs> um it's nearly a no comment, but I will say um yeah, Harry, learn your geography because, yeah, it's shocking. It's some of the stuff he that comes out of that bloke's mouth. I'm sure you'll have him on as a guest in future years, but just be ready, eh? It's crazy what that kid says. How old is he? He is a year younger than us, but right. he needs to stay in school for a few more years. So, <laughs> Harry, make sure you're doing your schoolwork and reading before bed every night, buddy. Yeah, Thank do you. Your revision and uh, Bo Luzzi. Uh, reserves player there at Swan Districts and was, I guess, part of the Colt squad, was he not, in 2021? Yeah, he was, yeah. Uh, apart from yourself, what teammate or mates do you think hogged the mirror? 
That's very offensive, but I don't think I'll hog the mirror. Um, oh, I'd, I'd say you, mate. Um, yeah, you've got that little pretty hairstyle for game does. day, Bo, so I'd say you'd be in front of it for a fair whack, but um, I will give another reserves boy. I'd say Noah Hannon. Um, Noah, he's got no hair. He's got hardly any hair. He's got hardly any hair, but he somehow <laughs> manages to spend an hour on it before game. He <laughs> loves himself, Noah Hannon. Yeah. Uh, last one, Aaliyah. PCH. Yeah, Aaliyah uh, Patch. Yeah. Uh, why do you and Aaliyah love each other so much? Oh, because we've, we go way back at school, I think. Um, so I moved schools in year eight and we both moved to the same school together. And yeah, just from day one, we've always had each other's back. Um, played in the band together and yeah, just plenty <laughs> yeah, of right. memories with him. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we'll move on to the quiz. That concludes the Q&As. We'll move on to the quiz. So 10 questions, max of 14 points available. We've had two contestants so far, Colton with 10 and Zach Langdon last week with 10. So 10 is the benchmark at the okay, moment. Okay, righto. So 10 questions, but bonus points up for grabs as well. And well, I think it's just the last question, yeah, isn't it, it is. now? So yeah, every a point for every question, maybe a half every now and then. Mm, and so then yeah, you yeah, go. The, la- the last, qu- last question is potentially um, five points up for grabs. Yeah. Question number one. What is your height and weight on the Waffle website? Oh, 185 centimetres and oh, the weight 70 kilos, I reckon. Bang. Bing. Yep, that's Cheers. correct. Thank you. One uh, from one. Number two, how many Colts games have you played in your career? That's a difficult one. Well, one this year, six last year. I don't know how many I played in 2021. Um, oh... 16, 23, 24 is my answer. Oh, close. 21. 21, oh, Not getting bad. a bit ahead of myself. <laughs> uh, question number three. How many reserves games have you played in your career? Um, six or seven. Um, You're not giving me much here, lads. Seven. Sorry. It was six. Five. 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 Oh, there you go. I'm, yeah. yeah. You know, ask me how many league games I've played. I reckon I could get that one. <laughs> yeah, I reckon we could as well. So you're still on one. Uh, researching. So yeah, one from three. Number four. How many touches did you have on the weekend in the Colts? 31. Oh. No, you got, no, hang on. Okay. Hang okay. on. You got, if you look on the app, it'll be, it'll say 30 on the website, but I reckon it got rounded up by one on the uh, app. We'll give it yeah. that. All right. Okay. You can have a look after just to cross-reference, <laughs> I reckon. I'll even have a look now. Yeah, yeah you're t- uh, two from four now, so I'll give that to you. Question number five. Uh, how many marks did you take in your league debut? Oh, I took more than what I usually do. Um, six. Bang. Bang. Yep, cheers. And I've just yeah, done some research. 31 says the app. Believe the website says 30. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, the app doesn't lie, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> All right, so what are we, three from five now? Question number six. What was the margin you won by in the 2021 Colts Grand Final? Seven. Seven points. Eight points. Eight points. Eight. It's eight. Well, we didn't didn't come do our ding or buzzer, so we'll we'll probably give it it to him. We'll give it. Four. (laughs) Four from a possible six. Question number seven. How many points did the Port Adelaide... Stand full side, beat you by. Oh dear, this um, it's a bit more than two goals. Thirteen points, yeah. bang, five out of 
Seven. Making a comeback here. This is a good year. This is very good. Number eight. Out of the four WA-based AFL Academy members, where are you ranked from oldest to youngest by birthday? I am the oldest. Yeah. Correct. Yes. That's right. So that's six now. This this is impressive. Usually, I think Colton and Zach both got to about six by the time that we got to the yeah. last question where they could get five points, which yeah, they got right four on. points and they got the 10. So we could be seeing a new leader here. Question number nine. Did you have more handballs or kicks in the NAB Futures game at the MCG last year? I don't even know how many touches I had that game. Um, probably, I probably had more kicks than handballs. Yeah, you had one more. You had six yeah. and five. So yeah, Eleven. Really done your research here. It's very impressive. Ethan is very good at it. All right, number ten. Now this one is usually who am I, but start to change up. things up a little bit. But there still is five points up for grabs. So what can we get to? A possible of twelve. Yep. Which will take it's you to the bad. top. So, uh, how many players have been drafted out of the Caversham Junior Football Club and five point five points if you can name them? Well, I wouldn't have any idea of how many players have been drafted. Oh, I can't even. Well, it's a newish club. It is a. Oh, only there's, probably 10 to years give you a bit of a clue, old. there's no one like old, old, like old that yeah, you wouldn't know about. Like, the club's only like 10 years old. You'd know all these people, like. Yeah. I'd hope so. Um,. And they're still currently on AFL lists. Okay. So I reckon there's, well, you say there's five points. I reckon there's four blokes. Well, why don't you go name them first before we wrap it up there? Try just name them all. Try and name them all off. I've just <laughs> thrown the number four out there. But um, so Elijah played for yeah, Cavisham. So that's one. Um, Jake Pacini. That's two. And then I'm absolutely stumped there. Um, can you give me like the year they were uh, drafted? Uh, the last ones, the last ones. Well, we'll be basically just giving away. There's three, so we'll give you the two that you mentioned. At least, at least, t- at least three points, I would say. Yeah. If you can get this last player, uh, we'll give you the five. We'll say drafted in 2019. Can't give any way more, more clues than he is on the Bulldogs list at the moment. Plays for the Bulldogs. Oh. Um, Gus, Riley Garcia. Yeah. yeah. Hey, okay. Sorry. Yeah. There's only those three, apparently. So no one. Oh, no one. That. Oh, there we go. Yeah. So, so I was just thinking I was forgetting someone. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because I remember, I think, first year that Cavisham was a club, I reckon it was either year four or five for me. So that would have been 2013 or 14. 2012, 2012 or 13, yeah. I think, would have been, yeah, when they were. So it's probably, they probably just had their 10th ten, year. Yeah, it's, um yeah, they're very new club. Yeah. yeah. And like it's called the Cavisham Suns, like literally the Gold Coast. So that's, yeah. how, that's how that's how new yeah. they are. Yeah. When so it's no more than ten years old. Exactly. You'd assume, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. That takes you to twelve. So we've got an outright leader now. There we so go. not quite the fourteen out of fourteen. Um, but you could be you could have your hands on the Greg Clark medal at the end of the year. Ooh, that's hello. the un- that's the unofficial name of uh <laughs> the winner. Uh has Greg Clark was an absolute nuffy last year and just about got every question right. So it's the unofficial name we're Fitting calling name. it. Beautiful. Yep. Don't mind it. So it takes you to 12. So not bad. Now that's a new benchmark for the rest of the year. Well, um, we've got a little skin bro pack for you. Um, unfortunately, I left um, the the goods at home, the products for you at home, but get I'll, it to you. I'll get that to you uh, in the well, as soon as I can. Um, but uh, we've got 
a little a nice towel and a bag. Towel, awesome. Well. How good. Sweat towel and a little travel bag as well. But uh, Riley, thanks for coming on again. Well, not again, but. Thanks again for yeah. coming in. No uh, we wish you all the best for the remainder of the year. And of course, in a couple of weeks when you take on, not the Northern Blues anymore, they're just the Carlton just, Blues. Just Carlton, yeah, now. that's yeah. the one. So, uh, best of luck in that. And of course, for the rest of the Waffle Colts year and later on in the year when that draft night comes up. Thank, thanks very much, guys. Thank you for having me. Hope Love you've enjoyed on. it. It's good to hear that you're loving it. All right, well. Discount code. What is it, Ethan? Brian Ethan twenty. All capitals. The and symbol, not the uh, yeah. word. Uh, and yeah, thirty five dollars off. Uh, thirty five dollars. All orders over that will get free shipping. So and that is breaking news as well. That is hot off the press yeah. as well. Uh, that's only just changed in the last, not even the last week. So um, if you want to get a bargain and a very good skincare product, yeah, skinbro.com. Make sure you spend your thirty five bucks and your don't have to pay for pay for travel. Comes very uh, quickly travel, as well. Comes very quickly. I've had a few yeah. mates get around and they've it's come to their doorstep matter of days, not even. So well, Asher probably just drives to their house. Yeah. He's what just, can't the man do? Yeah, exactly. He's 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 that good. Well, thanks again, Ethan. All good. Looking Great forward to next week. Yeah, of course. We'll be back next time here on the Brain Ethan Podcast.